On a cold December night in South Dakota, a young couple, accompanied by her cousin, experienced a terrifying car crash. The cousin is found hurt but alive, while the couple is nowhere to be found. Three months later, they are found dead just feet away from the crash site. But how did they get there? You're listening to the Mysterious Bruce podcast, and tonight we bring you the case of Arnold Archambault and Ruby Bruyere. From a deep, dark, dank, moist basement somewhere in the bowels of Georgia, I am your host, Arlo, and the man sitting across the table from me, the one, the only, Coach. What's going down? So, ladies and gentlemen, we come to you today, like the opening said, with the case of Arnold Archambault and Ruby Bruyere. Which, if you're if familiar with this case already, you know that we're going to get into a whole lot of what-the-fucks tonight. Yes, a lot. Yeah, it's, uh, it's going to be interesting, to say the least. But, before we get into the case... Uh, the most important thing... Now... we got to get into the beer. That's right. But since we are in little old Georgia, and this case takes place in South Dakota we just could not find there there happens to be no beer available from South Dakota in the state of Georgia which is very sad I would love to try some South Dakota beer but being the fact that we are trying to tie the beers we drink to the cases we um, the cases we could cover we had to find a theme so it's very cold in South Dakota. There's a lot of ice, so we just got some butt ice. <laughs> <laughs> that was about as close as we could get. Actually, no, we are uh, we're drinking a wonderful brew called All Day IPA. It's from Founders Brewing, and it is a session beer, meaning it's very low alcohol. But it's it's a I, I enjoy this beer all the time. It's 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 one of my go-to simply for the fact that since it's lower alcohol, the good people at Founders are nice enough to provide it in a 15-pack. And it is quite tasty. It's I very will, good. I will admit. It's very good. But before we get good. to the case, we have to cover our notoriety. We're getting a lot of feedback from, from friends and family, which is awesome. Very constructive criticism. I'm getting, I've got a few messages from, from just random people that I posted, um, you know, random people, and I've gotten some stuff from people that some old, older colleagues, very respected man. I actually posted it on the Twitter and the the Instagram. Love that guy, and I really appreciate. It meant a whole lot to hear positive stuff from him because I worked with him a few schools ago, and he's a good a good man. So if you're listening, sir, thank you. However, we are now famous. Yes, we are. We are we, very famous. We have recently received our very first, probably not the last. One star review on Apple iTunes. One star review on Apple iTunes. Yes, we did. It comes from Katie exclamation point Q. And we both we both took this criticism in, but we both had very strong we had very different differing reactions, okay? I will I'm just gonna read it. 
So this is the perfect podcast for anyone who loves it when one host is way, way louder than the other. It's also perfect for anyone who listening who loves listening to chair squeaks, heavy breathing, and sighs into the microphone. And sounds of beer cans being opened so loudly it'll burst your eardrums. Get it together, dudes. I think that's fair. I mean, we I've gotten a lot of feedback about the beer cans. We we wanted to make sure that you guys knew we were drinking because we <laughs> enjoy it. And we well, I think I would assume that she listened to our first episode and that's it. Yes, and I would and I think that's fair. I think it's a fair assessment. I wish it wasn't a one star if she would like, but you know, you got to go with it. I would have liked for her to critique the content more than I would the fact that we are just and two poor rednecks trying to do a podcast. And in we the will literally send. We're going to post on our Twitter and Instagram. We're going to show you our massive setup, and you will know we're just two dumbasses in a basement. We got we're two dumbasses. There's two dogs laying in our at our feet. Uh, but that's it. I mean, we got very. We just wanted to talk to people. We didn't. We're not trying to make money on this yet. Hopefully someday. One day, but. We just like, we think all this stuff is interesting, so we just tried to talk. The heavy breathing, that's, that is definitely going to be me. I'm an I'm a mouth breather. Well, we also got our first recommendation for equipment, and uh, I will say that if any of you follow the sport of duck hunting, you will know who I'm talking about. His name is at the Fowl Hunter on Instagram. He reached out and recommended the audio Technica headset with dynamic mic, and I was extremely thankful for some recommendations. And then I looked at the price, and I'm sorry, boys and girls, unless somebody wants to donate those to us, they are probably would fix ten things on our list. But we just do not have the money to purchase no. those at this time. No. So we are working uh, once again on our technical difficulties, and we will explain to you those of you that have listened to our latest Fourth episode good lord i apologize we did not i thought that our third episode was really good we got a ton of positive feedback yeah y'all from, fixed some from, y'all fixed some errors and, the, and all, the sound was good and everybody said that you know the first episode was good they're just being nice but then finally the third one i thought we i thought we did pretty good but we did too. we did not change any setting i did not change the tone of my voice Nothing went. Nothing we changed, but for some reason I am very loud, and I apologize. And it's extremely loud. So if you were able to listen to it, um, we do apologize. The only thing that we can tie this to, the only thing that was different was there was a massive thunderstorm that came through, which I don't think that should have anything to do with it. But yeah, it again, was, it was storming. We checked our board. We checked our connections, and you I know, hope, for some reason, I hope it's back to normal now. But and the, the the length of it, that was a lot of information. And we're trying not to go that far, that long. But some people like long podcasts, you know. I and know. we had uh, wrestled with whether or not to split it up into two. I chose not to. Yeah, two. Uh, because I was excited about this case. Sections. <laughs> uh, but if you think in the future that something that long needs to be split, please leave us feedback. We will... Gladly take that in consideration. I'm sure there will be another case that we cover that will need to be at least a two-parter. I mean, I'll tell you this much, though. I, going from the positive feedback, uh, 
right now the only as we're recording we have yet to release the fourth episode That's by the time you hear it it'll uh, by the time you hear this it'll definitely be out we record on sundays we post put out the, we post the the the, the, the previous sundays one on tuesday so from just the feedback from the third episode really good it is our very twitter good. exploded exploded we went from 8 to 13 <laughs> dude that. We did have about five or six new followers on Instagram. I will say that our podcast hosting website that we use is Pinecast, and um, they do a wonderful job in tracking all the listeners and all the subscribers. We are up to 68 subscribers. So thank you. We will uh, try to do something once we reach 100. But let's get into the fact that Kylie let us down. She didn't have any South Dakota beer. Nothing from South Dakota. Kylie, you gotta you gotta do better, girl. Yeah. Gotta do better. I know you there. were setting up your typesetting website and you're a new business, but I'm just telling you, girl, you're gonna have to get you're gonna have to reach deep and get some Midwest beer. All right. All right well let now now that that's over, let's get into the case. Yes. How about it? Let's get it on like Donkey Kong. All right, so now with all of that taken care of, we will jump into the crazy case of Arnold Archambault and Ruby Brugere. Now this was featured on an actual episode of Unsolved Mysteries. Yeah, it's the first one we did. It's, uh, and if you Google It's the first one we've done that's actually been on the show. I'm sure I'm all, all very sure it won't be the last because it's just... If you Google their names you're going to get pictures from the actual show. You're not going to get anything from the actual case like coach alluded to in the opening uh, the driver was 20 year old Arnold Archambault his girlfriend 19 year old Ruby Bruyere and Ruby's cousin 17 year old Tracy Dion now they were near the um, Yankton Sioux uh, reservation yes correct were they in fact part of that or? I don't see I've, I've tried to research I don't think it said anywhere whether or not they were both part of the Sioux Nation or not, I know that there's a lot of crazy jurisdictional BS that goes on up there. Yeah, they call them red zones, right? There's an actual red zone and white zone, and it's just like it used, I mean, like the names unfortunately implied. The white zone is controlled by the Sheriff's Department. The red zone is controlled by the tribal police. And you would have to look into it, but basically any murder that happens on tribal land is an automatic FBI case. Wow. Yeah, so... But anyway, with all that said, those three had basically went driving around after drinking. Yeah, they were, I don't, it doesn't say how intoxicated they were, but they had definitely been drinking. Yes. And if you come from a small town, you know how it is. Uh, there's nothing to do. And in South Dakota, the night that this occurred, which was December 12th, 1992, it was 26 degrees out. I mean, there's not a whole lot you can do outside except drink, get the car, and ride around and find your friends. Yeah, no doubt. I mean. Now, Tracy basically is the only one that is talked to in the Unsolved Mysteries case, except I think they interviewed. They interviewed the fa the, the parents of the girl, and then. Um, yeah, I was going to say, I think it was Ruby's dad. It's either an aunt or a. Anyway, Tracy said that basically how the night, you know, started off was that they were riding around drinking. Arnold was driving. I have no idea what kind of car he was driving. Um, Ruby was in the middle, and then she was... No, I got that backwards. 
Arnold was driving. Uh, Tracy Dion, the cousin, Ruby's cousin, is sitting in the middle, and then Ruby is sitting on the passenger side. And the reason that is important is we'll get in into this in just a second. But uh, please keep in mind that that kind of layout in the, in your mind's eye. Tracy states that we came up to a stop sign, and this is a stop sign. It's a T junction. They are coming out of the town, the closest town, which is I think Lake Andes, and it tees into a state highway. So she said we came up to that stop sign, and that's all I remember is just Arnold looking both ways and saying there are no cars coming, and then his wheel spun from the stop sign, and then the snap of a finger. The next thing you know, we ended up in a ditch. I was upside down in the ditch, and Ruby and I was in the car. Arnold was not in the car. I don't know where he was. Ruby was crying. She was saying, oh, my God, oh, my God. She just kept hitting the car. The next thing I know, no, the door is open a little ways, and she has enough room where she slid out. And then so I was going to reach over, and then it was just like that. The door went shut. So, yeah, she now... The cousin, she lost time. I mean, she got hit on the head, and she was out for a little while. She yes. came to. So if she didn't speak up, maybe Ruby, maybe Ruby didn't know she was awake. Right, and that's one of the theories that we'll get into later. Mm -hmm. Basically, there's a whole lot of WTFs in this. There's a whole lot of conjecture. Yeah. There's a whole lot I mean, of... what I mean, where, where the fuck is Arnold? Why the fuck did uh? How fast can you spin out and then flip your car going from a stop and sign? It's, impo it's important to know that they they do flip the car into a ditch that is full of water, but since it's 26 degrees, that water is frozen solid. And the it's car, December in South Dakota. The car itself is resting on top of the ice, so yes. it is a solid piece of ice. Like Coach alluded to, some time elapses and I, I could not find out how much time and if for some reason you figured it out let us know but basically some time elapses after Ruby slides out of the door Tracy's the only person still in the car and then a passerby stops and asks if everybody's okay and they discover Tracy but Arnold and Ruby are nowhere to be found they are gone right and um they think that Ruby just mysteriously wandered off, but it's 26 degrees outside. Um, so basically when the Good Samaritan stops to check and finds that um, Tracy's still alive and she's in the car, they get her out, call the authorities, and you were looking at Deputy Bill Youngstrom of the Charles Mix County Sheriff's Department. And he searches the area from the time that the, they arrive. And from what I can gather on a map, they're not, the from the accident scene, they're not but half less than half a mile or mm -hmm. just over half a mile from the actual sheriff's office. Oh, really? Yeah. I did not know that. Um, well, it, yeah, he, he, he said, and I quote, uh, we walked around the ice park. We had one officer walk on the opposite side of the railroad tracks, thinking maybe they wandered off towards the lake area, which was also frozen. I've been to a number of accidents where there hasn't been somebody around. The driver hasn't been there, no passengers there, and a lot of times it's because they've been partying, out drinking. 
I mean, we do have a DWI law. That was initially my first thought. Maybe Arnold was out drinking, didn't want to get arrested, so he we figured he'd show up in a few days. They did an extensive search. They searched everywhere around the crash scene for these two individuals, and they just simply weren't there. Right, and this is in the town of Lank, um, Langton, Lake Andes. Mm-hmm. And where it looks like this occurs is where Highway 18 comes into 382nd Avenue in Charles Mix County, South Dakota. I guess the best way to describe this is the car came to rest upside down in a ditch, but it's more like a swell. Um, parts of this ditch can be five feet tall, five feet tall, five feet deep. Um, and so some people at the time that the sheriff's department was uh, doing the search, they were wondering if they had like walked towards the lake mm-hmm. think, and just got turned around. Mm-hmm. And they, they did check to make sure if, if, cause I mean, obviously you think and they fell through the ice, but they did it. They searched. They looked. Well, they didn't find. How it. are they going to fall through the ice if a car can flip hey, upside down and slide on the ditch? That's exactly what the fuck I'm saying. Yeah, um, I mean, if a car can slide on the ice, there's no way you walking your fat ass on it's going to fall through it. And just the simple fact that I mean, if you look at the pictures of Arnold from all the pictures, he's a big guy. I mean, but still, that doesn't that doesn't account for for. A car being able to sit on top of the ice, yet you're not. Right. That. Mm. Well, and and the and this is if you research Bill Youngstrom, he this is the case that haunted him. He just recently retired, I think, back in mm-hmm. was it 2013, 2016, it, something like that. If you if in in last week we were very critical of the police force of in uh in Louisiana, we we're yeah. very critical. Which we but should have been. I don't see this as him trying to cover anything up, him trying to um, account for their incompetence. He seems extremely genuine. He's very concerned. He wanted to find these kids. Yeah, he did. And, and from what I could gather doing the research, <clears throat> Bill Youngstrom is just a stand-up guy so much yeah. that the Yankton Sioux don't see him like they usually see a white man in a sheriff's department. They yeah. work in tandem with this yeah. sheriff's department. Um, yeah, they have all, a great for, for every bit of research we did, we could not find anything negative about this man. So he's probably what you want in a in a police officer, and so. and basically what you want in a sheriff's department in a small town, somebody that's going to work hand in hand with other uh, offices. Yes. Um. So, but the the theory that he that he had a, he was drinking and ran off is 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 highly contested by the family. They, they said that he would not do something like that. He may have ran, he may have run from the cops, but he would not run from them. He would have let them know at least. They said he would have called. He'd have showed up and said, "Just look, don't worry about me. I'm in a little bit of trouble. I'll be gone for a few days." But they didn't hear from him. They never heard from him again. No, and we'll post a link to the unsolved uh, website. Oh, yeah. and there's a a whole transcript basically of the episode and you can find the episode the actual episode online it's the it's the newer unsolved mission was Dennis yeah the Farina. one with Dennis Farina um the link that we will post at the very bottom there's a there's a link to the actual YouTube page and it'll it's the first uh 
first segment of that episode, so you won't have to find it fast forward. It's pretty good. It's, it's probably a lot better than what we did. Yeah. <laughs> what we were doing right now. But um, over the next three months, Dep- Deputy Youngstrom investigates every possible lead. Day after day, he he's basically coming up. He empty. sends. He sends officers to search the area multiple times. And they actually go out on the lake. Yes. And they can't find mm-hmm. where they think is a, a thin spot or anything yeah. like that. Multiple um, people, non-police officers, just concerned citizens, go and search for them. And they come up empty as well. And they actually give um, the sheriff signed affidavits, affidavits stating that they couldn't find anything. They found no evidence whatsoever and and please keep in mind the time of the year i mean this accident occurs in december yes and then you're looking at january february February, march march those are some cold times in south dakota oh yeah i've never been to south dakota uh it's it's definitely somewhere i would love to visit the wife and i are trying to visit all 50 states before we die and we've got about 30 down and but south dakota is not one of them well, now, if you go and Google Charles Mix County, you will see Lake Andes, and you will see where 382nd Avenue comes into Highway 18, and that is basically where the wreck occurred. There is, I mean, it's basically just your typical road going by a lake. Um, there's nothing, you know, extraordinary weird about the the layout of the land you know like we have stated they have not found anything in three months no evidence nothing no. i mean not a trace of evidence at the accident site until one day a passing motorist sees a body in the ditch about 75 approximately 75 feet from the accident site and it's in fact going to be ruby they find ruby and this is March of 1993. Remember, the the accident occurred December of 92. So we fast forward to March of 93. It's interesting, in fact, that the, in March in South Dakota in 1993, if, in fact, they were under the ice, that they were, they're, the, they're standing water in this ditch now in March. Yeah, and it's they're going through. It, that. What you will uh, see is this 19, is called the thaw. Yeah, 1993 in Georgia. Was the blizzard. In March was the blizzard. And a good, lot of babies conceived God. that year. Yeah, we had an explosion of uh, babies born about approximately nine months later. Yeah, that, the biggest blizzard in Georgia history. We got about three feet of snow. Yeah. I've never seen anything like it. Anyway, so the condition Ruby was found in, her glasses were missing, both shoes were missing, but her clothes were found fully intact. But the body was extremely decomposed. They could not recognize her. They had to identify her from a tattoo. And I think the tattoo is it like I think on her ankle or something, wrist, something, something like that. Something like that. And because of that, they uh, because they find her body, they decide to pump the ditch. And the, so the next day, they st- they they they've been pumping the ditch. Since then, but about noon the next day, Arnold is found submerged in the water about 15 feet away from where they found Ruby. But there's a real what-the-fuck moment here. There may be two what-the-fuck moments here. 
Okay, Ruby's body was found very badly decomposed, but Arnold's body was in perfect condition. Pristine condition. If we're, We will not be posting it, but if you do your own research and you find the photo of him on the autopsy table, you will see that he looks... He looks like he's asleep. Yeah, he does. I mean... His skin color was fine. Uh, he was not frozen to the ground. The clothes were not frozen. The only question that investigators had at the time was if he was wearing the same clothes that he was wearing the night of the accident. It's suspected that he wasn't, but there's no proof of it. Right. And there's no pictures of the actual investigation. The only pictures that you can find are basically steals from the actual episode of Unsolved Mysteries. Okay. So it's kind of frustrating. On the site, let's just say, after the uh, autopsy, they were found that they had died of exposure. So just basically succumbed to the cold and the elements. But if that's true, where were they? Were they there? And How can you miss two bodies? Well, and the thing is, they're 75 feet from the original crash site. One's 15 feet from the other one. And Deputy Youngstrom's on record of stating that when they find her and him, he suspects foul play. Uh-huh. Um, death by exposure is basically they froze to death. Yeah. Um, now that, if you're, if you're just in the cold, if you're not wet, I mean, it's going to take some time to die of exposure so and plus when if you do see the the photo of arnold you have to concede that he got out of the car of his own volition he has not have a scratch on him he seriously just looks asleep so if he flips the car and he's a in ejected there would be some sign of that there is no sign of him being ejected from the car now like Coach alluded to, there are sworn affidavits from people that did multiple searches stating that they had walked that ditch, that, that area several times, and did not see anything. Basically, you've got people that will testify with a hand on the Bible in a court of law saying they weren't there because if they had been there, we would have seen them. There's two key things that occur next. Well, the it's, it's important to point out that the autopsies, they determined the cause of death, but they could not determine the time of death. That's that is correct. a very important note, because they cannot tell you when these, these two individuals perished. And Deputy Youngstrom says that it's impossible that they could have been in that ditch the entire three months, because he personally walked that ditch several times during those three months, along with the other searchers. So they said so they couldn't have been there. They couldn't have missed it. No, they couldn't have. So where were they? <laughs> um, the first oddity, I, I don't I won't even say the first oddity. I'll say the, 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 there's two, well, what the fuck's uh, pieces of evidence that point to the fact that they weren't there. But the first one is a tuft of Ruby's hair. It's a big tuft of Ruby's hair found alongside the road. Now... The way they make it out in the episode is it's just basically hung up in some grass right along the roadside. Mm -hmm. I don't know if that's true. There's nothing really there or out there to suggest otherwise. 
they 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 said that um, uh, they believe that that's proof that they they were placed there that day, and because that the, there's no if her hair came off that night of the of the night of the crash, there's no way that hair's there for three months, just no way. But she's decomposing, very and it's really bad. She's badly decomposed. Yes. So. That tuft of hair could have dislodged from her skull that day, and it could have blown off in the in the wind. And yeah. anybody that has ever gone out west knows that it constantly blows. Yeah, I, I mean, that. I think you can. the 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 biggest thing is the hair could not have fallen off her head the day that it actually the accident actually happened. There's no way the hair could have just been hung up in the grass for three. No, months. no, absolutely, no, no way. But. This that that her hair being there cannot be proof positive of foul play. It just can't. It, no, it could have came off that day. Right. For all we know. Um, the second WTF moment is they found a set of keys in Arnold's pocket. Yes, it is a car key and two house keys. And till the day that the sheriff retired and Deputy Youngstrom retired, they never found what vehicle or house those keys fit. Yeah, they have no idea. But again, he could have had those, he could have picked up keys and he's messing with his buddy at the party and I'm going to steal these keys and he ain't going to go home tonight. What What if he was, well, I mean, it's well, counterintuitive that he was protecting his friend from driving drunk when he, in fact, himself was a little, was a little tipsy. They did not do toxicology reports. So we no, don't and that's know. what I wondered because they could have on the hair because the hair holds basically anything in your system for up to six months. So, you know, they took the hair to find out it was rubies. Mm-hmm. Why not go ahead and do some kind of toxicology to see what else was in their system? Mm-hmm. All right. So we have this mystery unfolding. And you think, what? Oh, it's not going to get well, any weirder than a tuft of hair, f- some keys, and some I crazy mean, bodies. We know that they froze to death. But the the parents stated, yeah, they froze to death, but they did not freeze to death here. They froze to death somewhere else, which is weird as hell. Yes, and how they got back to within 75 feet of the actual crash site, it's just, like I said, if you... If you <sighs> I mean, what the, what the fuck? Like, I mean, seriously. If you Google this, this area of uh, Lake Andes, it is, there's nothing that's just out of the ordinary. It's just a lake. So... All right, so that, that that that's not the end of this mystery. No. Once the bodies are found, the autopsies are performed. A witness comes forward. A witness comes forward. Yes, sir. And states that they saw Arnold, accompanied by three other people, on New Year's Eve, which would have been three weeks after the accident. So authorities are like, yeah, whatever. So they bring them in for a polygraph test. Which and what you, is you the... Ha- well, you have to state, to begin with, polygraphs are... Inadmissible in court. Inadmissible in court for a reason. But they give the law enforcement a place to start. Exactly. So she volunteers to take a polygraph test, and she passes. Says So she believes she saw Arnold. She, in her heart of hearts... She may have been mistaken. Who knows? But in her... But she believes it to be true. 
as a result the police are going to take the get the three others that were reportedly in the car all three of them will take polygraph tests all three of them will swear that Arnold was not in that car with them and they have no idea what she's talking about and all three fail what the fuck now they didn't say that Arnold was with Ruby either they just no, said that they, they saw Arnold yeah just saw Arnold did not see Ruby and that's the only that is the only witness to a side that's the only sighting of Arnold and it's odd because Arnold and Ruby had a child together. Correct. They and weren't married, but they did have a child. From what I can gather, they had a healthy relationship. So it's not like he would, your typical teenage yeah. couple. All right, so we go to Ruby's father, Quentin Bruyere. And her father states that with all of the evidence that, have come, that has come forward with the polygraph, with them being missing for three months and then, you know, mysteriously showing up at the place of the accident or within 75 feet of the accident, he is on record as stating that Ruby and Arnold had to die somewhere else. Somebody had to come and put them back in there again and make it look like they were there the entire time and that's where they died and essentially that's that's it that is a very short little mystery but it leaves you with about 50 million questions yes and we will get into some of those questions well hold on while we're doing that don't you have don't we have a sponsor now don't we have a little bit of a advertisement we gotta do yes we actually have an ad that we would like to plug and this is from our friends over at podcoin yeah man i love podcoin dude seriously and we hope that you are loving our mysterious brews podcast um did you know that you can actually get paid just for listening to this podcast i know it sounds insane but it's true we just discovered this free new app called podcoin and it literally pays you to listen to podcasts and this is how it works you listen to podcasts and you earn pod coins while you are listening. Then you turn those pod coins in for gift cards at places like Amazon or Starbucks. Or if you're a good person, you could even donate that pod coin to charity. The more you listen, the more you earn. So here's what you do. Download the app right now. And that is Podcoin on iPhone or Android. And I have a special code for you. You simply use BruisePod for the code, and you'll get 300 PodCoin just for signing up. And if you listen to enough of us on there, you can get a cappuccino at Starbucks or an Amazon gift card. Dude, I'm saving up. For, I'm seriously, I swear to God, I'm saving up for that Amazon gift card. I, on us. I have... Right now, six thousand two hundred and forty-four point four pod coins, and at twenty thousand, I get a fifty-dollar Amazon gift card. I love Podcoin. So go ahead and go listen to this podcast or any other podcast that you may enjoy on Podcoin, and sign up with the code BrewPod. 
I swear oh, it'll awesome. change the way you listen to podcasts. I love that. Brewpod? Brewpod. Hashtag Brewpod. Hashtag Brewpod. <laughs> Pretty short little case there, but a million questions. Like, I, I just, the more I think about this case, just the crazier it is. I mean, you cannot miss those bodies. And if a car, if a car is able to stay on that ice without issue. Yes. How's a body going to fall through? So I don't buy, I do not believe the bodies fell in. And that's the biggest prevailing theory out there is that they wandered off towards the lake and they fell through the ice. And then somehow during the thaw, they were washed back towards within 75 feet of where they initially went missing, which I just don't buy that. No. I don't buy that at one bit. Not at all. When you have people out there looking from the sheriff's department, they, they should, know how to look for... They, yeah, you had trained searchers and untrained searchers, which sometimes untrained's good, too, because yeah. you just don't know what you're looking for, and you stumble upon it. Well, and you have the actual deputy walking that same ditch, and it's not there. Yeah. The biggest thing is that Youngstrom, Deputy Youngstrom, is on record stating that he believes that it was foul play and that the piece of hair that fell off Ruby happened when the bodies were returned to the ditch. Now, you're thinking, well, how did they know exactly where it was at? Well, they got pretty close because it was within 75 feet of the actual... Yeah, I mean... And there's probably some discerning mark. There's That's the, the, the biggest gripe with this case is there's zero photos out there on mm-hmm. the interwebs Except for screenshots from the unsolved mystery case. Yeah. Except the you can find you I did find yeah he did find the it. autopsy he photo. did showed it to me and if you do look it up you will see that he does not he you can tell it's him but he does not look like his pictures his pictures are certainly old he is a much skinnier much more mature looking man than the unsolved mysteries photos you'll find. Yeah, but it, it's like a glamour shot for a, your high school he's senior. A, yeah, he's, a, he's but in the autopsy photo, he's much smaller. Yes, but it, you can tell that it's not from starvation. No, no, he just matured a little, probably lost his baby fat. When you know, he, you yeah, know, got his eighteen baby to twenty. Yeah, he's just he's got a goatee. He didn't find the freshman fifteen. That's for sure. No, he didn't have time, I guess. But uh, yeah. He's a much smaller man, but it's it's as it's a result of diet or maturing. It is not under any circumstances him being starved. So, but we do know that they died from exposure. So if you in we do know well we don't know that they weren't out there, but we'd have sworn affidavits saying that they weren't out there. So if you died from freezing to death yet you weren't at the accident site, what the fuck? Where did you go? How did you freeze to death? Well, and the bodies being in different stages of decomp suggests that they were basically underwater for part of that time. Okay. Um, well, he is in that cold water would have basically just preserved him. Either that, or he, he was, was in a just deep freeze. Put in there. Yeah, I agree. He just got put there that day. Um, something that I Ruby's glasses weren't found. And her shoes weren't found. You're telling me that you're just you're just chilling at a party in December. It's 26 degrees outside. 26 degrees outside, and you have no shoes or socks. I know that uh, you have not done this on purpose, but you've just checked off three of the elements. 
that our buddy, and we say like we you know we talk to him on regular <laughs> occasion. We've never met the man, but mm-hmm. we both follow him. Mm-hmm. David Pilatus states for a missing four one one case. Mm-hmm. They are found in an area this is that a was previously case, is it not? Previously searched area. Yeah. They are found with missing shoes near water. And Tracy lost consciousness. Mm-hmm. But and it's never stated it we can't I couldn't find anywhere that said that she lost consciousness because of a head injury. It's no, just it's, it's saying just that saying she, that she lost, lost consciousness. consciousness. Yes, it's. This is a very odd, odd, odd it situation. On so now that, with those those that evidence points more towards the foul play to me than than the tuft of hair. I don't give a damn about that tuft of hair. I really don't. I just I, wish they had done a toxicology on. I just think that it's one hundred percent possible. It's entirely possible that that hair came off her head that day. Right. Because she is badly decomposed. So I don't give a shit about that tough hair. But I do give a shit about the fact that her shoes weren't there. And I do care that her glasses weren't there. The shoes mainly because... All right, I'm going to bring up one that I would like to quickly put to bed and so that we say that we covered it. And this is one of the ones out there. Is basically that Arnold had some kind of problem with Ruby. They had gotten in a fight that the cousin didn't know about. And he killed her. He used the wreck as an opportunity to kill her, stash her body somewhere, and then he went and partied. And that's why he was seen on New Year's Eve. And that's great and dandy if you find Arnold alive. Mm-hmm. But guess what? You didn't. So didn't. that theory to me is just flushed down the toilet right there. Now, it... Plus, what's the motive? I mean, yeah, they're a young couple, but from all... Everything I could find, they were not your feuding over a baby. They were actually, you know, trying to make it work. Yeah. The biggest question I have is when Ruby got out of the car, why didn't she turn around and try to help her cousin? Well, my question would be, did did the cousin say something? The cousin had lost consciousness, so maybe Ruby thought she was still out. Maybe she's like, okay, she's hurt or dead. I have to, and Arnold's not here. I have to find Arnold to come back and help me with her, or I don't give a damn about her. I just care about my boyfriend. Well, I don't know what it is. But, but they cared enough about each the, other to the, take her drinking. The cousin stated that she just reached over. The cousin never stated she said anything, so she might. Yeah, I I just don't. Again, I I don't know. Let's get into the fact that they both died of exposure. Yes. Again, if you die of exposure, it takes quite some time. Yeah, especially if you're dry. If you're wet, you could die of exposure. Yeah, hypothermia. Hypothermia, 40 minutes. 26, yeah, yeah, yeah. no big deal. So if he fell through and got stuck in the ice, it would explain his condition. It would explain his condition. He was frozen, so he's not going to decompose. But he wasn't there. They looked for him. They searched. They searched and searched, and they weren't there. Ruby it would explain that maybe she was partially submerged or partially exposed, and that would explain why the, the fact that she decomposed the way she did because she wasn't frozen solid. 
But that would just mean that she would be easier to find. Yeah. I, they didn't find her. They didn't her. find either one of them. I just don't... I the, don't know. The keys... The I, keys is evidence. I'm just. I'm sorry. I, I'm going back a little bit, but the keys is evidence. I don't think matter. It's just they're just keys. I mean, yeah, and the fact that they can't find anybody that doesn't mean anything yeah. to me. It just means he had keys on him. Okay, sorry. All right, so let's run down the glaring WTF so far. Yes. How is it possible that they just disappeared, then reappeared three months later in the same exact area that they were searched for? Why would they leave Tracy trapped in the car and not help her? Now, before we go on, I would like to say that one of the theories out there is that Tracy is unconscious. And Arnold basically sees both of them unconscious and is like, oh shit, I've been drinking, I've killed my girlfriend and her cousin, I'm getting the fuck out of here. Yeah. Well then... He's gotten out of the car. Well, then they both come to. Tracy starts screaming. Ruby's screaming. He walks around, opens the door to get Ruby out, and then Ruby leaves. But that still doesn't explain why they leave Tracy trapped. Well, it's possible that uh, Ruby herself was in shock of the whole thing. and just It's possible that she was in shock and got out, and so not knowing what to do. Yeah. It's possible that she thought Tracy was... Uh, uh, Tracy was dead. She made right. That's what that. I was going to say. Tracy yeah. didn't say anything. Tracy didn't yeah. speak. But all right. So another glaring one is if it was two different stages of decomp. That would. Heck? That would. That would. What the hell? That would put more credence to him deciding. Well, yeah, him. that too. And because and then, he was still alive. Yeah. She. That's why part of the reason why he's not decomposed is because he was alive for some time. And again, I just go back to the fact that. That intersection where the wreck occurred is less than... It's either six-tenths of a mile or four-tenths of a mile from the sheriff's office. Why don't we just call it half a mile? We'll go right there. We'll go in... The, we'll split, <laughs> you think we should split the difference between six and four and find well, five? I say, why the fuck not, you know? Okay, hell. Um, All right, so... <sighs> we're signing into the... Why mic- are they not well, seeking hold on, help? Hold on, hold on, we are signing into the microphone quite a bit. We're gonna have to stop before we get another one star. That's right. She might be hurting her ears. I like the I like the chair squeaks. Though. I do too. I, I think these are old ass chairs. They're I actually mean. pretty comfortable. We sit down here on our ass for two hours at a time. I know, but so okay. I got a couple more. Go ahead. I'm listening. I I love this. I go back to the exposure. It takes a long time if you're not wet. If you're not wet to freeze to death. To freeze to death. So if they weren't there, and there is foul play involved, they still died of exposure. So what? You just lock them in a freezer. Somebody happened to say, "Hey, uh, somebody happened to be driving by." Say, "Hey, man, look at this wreck." Hey, look, I can I'm get take, price for two. Yeah, I'm gonna take these two people. I'm gonna kill them. But my thing is, they died of exposure. And if they died of exposure, that means that they were left out in the elements. And I know everybody's thinking, Arlo, no shit. They got to be left in the elements. But here's my thing with the whole. But you're going to find evidence of that. They're going to do everything they can to get the fuck out of there. They're going to fracture hands. Their nails are going to be just destroyed. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And they stated how well his body was preserved. There's none of that on him. Yeah. And if, if I'm trapped with 
my wife and my baby's at home. I'm doing everything I can. If I have to lose digits, if I have to lose an arm, I'm getting the hell out of there or I'm dying trying. Yeah. All right, my last one is if they fell through the frozen water during the initial search that night, Mm -hmm. it would have been glaring that it was apparent. You would have had lightly frozen water as compared to solid frozen Mm -hmm. water. Yeah, it's not that difficult to f- to find thin ice. Thin ice. Yeah, yeah correct. Or I mean, recently frozen but the, water. There's a car on this ice. There's a car. Yes, this ice is supporting the weight of a fucking car. Like, you're not falling through this ice, man. It's this is crazy. Okay, I, t- I, I this is crazy. It is crazy. I'll go one further. A lot of people have stated that they were dazed and confused. It'd be a lot cooler if you did, (laughs) man. All right, all right, all right. But if they're dazed, if they're suffering concussion, they're drunk and suffering a concussion, or let's just say buzzed and suffering a concussion, they had the instinct to close the doors Mm -hmm. if you don't buy into the fact that Arnold was thrown during the Well, that's muscle memory. I mean, that's the same thing as I've turned around in my in my neighborhood several times to go back to make sure I've closed the garage door. Yeah, I agree with that. But Because I did it without even thinking about it's it. It's instinct to close the door, but it's not instinct to check on someone screaming at the top of their lungs because Tracy's screaming is what she states when Ruby gets out of the car. Yeah, that's true. Oh, yeah. Well, she didn't say nothing as Ruby was getting out of the car. But, yeah, that she did start screaming for help. That is true, and I should have I remembered that earlier. I buy survival mode. Yeah. Uh, if if the if the cousin's not in the car, I buy the survival mode. Fuck it, I'm getting out. Well, maybe she's. Fuck it, I'm I mean, out. again, she could be in shock. She could not even realize the woman was screaming. I mean, they just had a catastrophic wreck. But I mean, hell, there's a what the fuck for the wreck. They were at a stop sign. Yeah. How how, how the how? hell do you stomp on it so hard you flip? Yeah. I mean, you gun it so hard. And you turn the wheel so hard that you flip the car. That's that's pretty wild, too. All right, so another theory out there is both Arnold and Ruby wanted to keep Tracy in the car while they went for help. So they're walking, they're searching for help, and they go beyond where police have done their so initial they, search. So they consciously... Walk away from walk the fucking from, police department. No, walk away from Tracy... Yeah, and the police department. And the police department. They, Half a mile they knowingly, not in shock, they knowingly do this. Yeah, looking for help. Tracy's upside Air down. Looking for help. Yeah, I know. She's, uh, she's hanging upside down from a seatbelt. Yeah, so they go outside this circle. So they're just going to say, screw it, she'll be fine. Yeah, she's all she's right. She's all right. It's just 26 degrees outside, and she's upside down. Listen. Hold on, you got to let me finish. I don't want to. I am too into this. I know you are, but once police talk. give up on finding them that night. How dare you do my sparkle? <laughs> Nobody puts baby in the corner. Nobody puts baby in the corner. I'm on a damn roll. Arnold and Ruby <laughs> give up with finding this help because they're walking away mm-hmm. from everywhere else they should be. Mm-hmm. And then they go back and nobody's at the car and the car's still there. Mm. And but then they're like, Oh, shit. But they searched multiple times, multiple days, multiple, multiple, multiple. 
Yes, I agree with they, you. They like you could get into a theory that stated they walked away from the car. Well, here's my thing, oh, though. Uh, if you've got two missing people, like, aren't they gonna post someone to watch the scene? You can, yeah. Well, I don't know. That that's I don't think so. I mean, if once you initially search and you don't find anything, what's the point in having somebody stake out the scene? That's just I don't think that's gonna happen. Now, you could say they were dazed and confused, or they did it on purpose or whatever, and they walked away from the car. And you can say, well, maybe they went back, or maybe they didn't know what they were doing, and they happened to do a circle. They walked in a circle and just found their way back by accident. Going back to our first episode with the weird part about the Yuba County Five, is they walked 19-something miles in a, in straight, a straight line. And we know that, that right. they don't, people don't do that. The Mythbusters proved it. If you're walking for a long period of time, you're going to list towards the towards your dominant hand. Right. So it's possible that they could have just walked a, a complete circle and just found their way back by dumb luck. But they would have been found. I, yeah, I go back to their bodies being found 75 feet from where the car came to rest. They would have been found. And... We're going to get into this. Well, you could drown in two inches of water. Well, yeah, you're right. But, but you know what? But they didn't drown. They didn't die from drowning. They, didn't they drown. died from exposure. Yeah. Now, another thing is, a theory out there is that they're a little tipsy. And, and Arnold's like, you know what? I'm just going to sit down right here next to this fence post. I'm going to sleep this hangover. I'm going to sleep this buzz off. In 26 degree weather. In 26 okay. degree I didn't say okay. it made a lot of sense. That's I just smart. said it was a theory. <laughs> he's going to snuggle up next to this fence post, and he's just going to sleep it off for an hour. I, hey, I'll be all right as soon as I wake up. But again, it takes a long time to die from exposure. All right, so another one is they walk out for some dumbass reason, into the middle of this lake. They fall through the ice. Somehow, I just, I can't, I don't put any credence in this because that would basically say that they drown. But we'll just run with this rabbit till we have to beat it to death. So the theory is they walk out in the middle of the lake, they fall through the ice, they die of hypothermia trying to get out of the water kind of like Titanic. He just freezes to death and sinks. Mm -hmm. All right. So then he fall, or they the bodies fall in the water column. And then during the thaw, supposedly that lake is drained through a series of ditches and swells. Mm -hmm. And they're saying that uh, this theory states that the body would have just naturally flowed that way, which is I'm going to go ahead and tell you, horseshit, because where they were found and the way that the water naturally flows is they would have had to float upstream and then into a ditch and traveled further upstream in that ditch to come to rest where they were found. Then the other theory that piggybacks off of this is when they were sucking the water out of that dire ditch, that's pumping it out, mm -hmm. they sought both them bodies up. Well, they only started pumping it because they found the first one. I know. And that's what I said when the first time I saw that. I was like, are y'all stupid? Oh, I let me tell you. I saw 
going through all the comments and these theories, I saw the absolute dumbest theory I've ever seen Chubacabra? in my entire life. Chubacabra. No. Because there's just not, there's not a, I, I think the person, the, the person had to have this theory as a joke. It could not have been real. Couldn't have been. But they stated that Tracy herself killed both of both them, of them <laughs> and then somehow <laughs> killed them of exposure, by the way, and then somehow miraculously got back in the car and hung herself upside, upside down. down and buckled her safety belt. <laughs> well, I, I love the other one. I laughed at that for longer than I <laughs> longer than I like to admit. Here's the other one that I I hate. They were just drunk Indians out there on the fire water and they fell through the ice. I mean, it happens. No, it don't. And if it did, again, they would be found. I know. I just go back to the the fact that it's jacked up. All right. There's so just, let's go. There's if, nothing about this that makes sense. This no. Is, this is why we're doing this. By and the here's way. the other part of the mystery. This is a <laughs> sub mystery within the mystery. The sub mystery is that there is some conspiracy theories out there as to why the FBI got involved. Because uh, where this lake is at. Well, we're just you're just now bringing up the fact that the FBI got involved. Maybe we should talk about that. Yes. The FBI. Um, did, the FBI. FBI. The FBI. They're a little stronger than you think. These, these, they are. These beers here. So the FBI has basically got involved in this case and closed the case. If you look this case up, it is closed. Now, we get into basically a pissing contest with local law enforcement and the FBI. If a murder occurs on tribal land, automatically the FBI has to get involved. Now, this is on the very border, like within 15 yeah. feet of it's an actual tribal close, land. Yeah, to the Yankton Sioux yeah, uh, Reservation. reservation. And so basically the sheriff's department does not contact the FBI. Somehow the FBI gets wind of it. And so they come in and they were like, nope, murder, we'll take it over. And then they realize there's no evidence there. And so they're like stuck holding the hot potato. Yeah. And so they're like, well, uh, mysterious death. No, they just uh, died of exposure. Okay, see you, Bob. Closed. Ugh. And it's ridiculous. Which doesn't really do the, the, the victims justice. I mean, well, I, well, the, the, the individuals, you, we don't know if they're victims or not. But. And the thing is, this is just another... The family, and the family of the two deserve to know exactly what happened. Yeah, they do. And the fact that we're talking about it on this, on this great uh, Sunday afternoon in 2019 proves that they didn't get the answers they were looking for. No, and I... You know, we touched on Deputy Youngstrom's retirement and how he felt like this was the case that still haunts him. Well, the the actual sheriff of the county felt the same way, and he just recently retired in 2016. Um, he felt like, of all the cases, he had let the families down. Yeah. But from everything that you can find online, he did everything in his power. He basically turned over every lock rock and leaf and yeah, could this, not this, help. This is not a case of police uh, in, incompetence. incompetence. No. Not at all. No. This is a genuine mystery. It, 
And I mean, you any theory you come up with, you can poke a hole in, a big hole. Well, they were there, okay, but they weren't found. Why weren't they found? She was badly decomposed. If she had been there the whole time, they would have at least found her, at the very least. You say, okay, well, um, there was foul play. Okay. Why? Why was there foul play? What happened there? Why were they killed? How are you, why would you kidnap someone to kill them and you kill them by exposure? Yeah, and again, we, I just go back to the fact that he's sitting at a T intersection at a stop sign and then somehow travels fast enough to flip the car, land on its roof, slide on solid ice, basically in a ditch, mm -hmm. and is somehow ejected from the car. That's why he's not in the car. That's a lot of the theories out there well, too. Yeah, a lot I of people a lot of people were saying I would I would gather that every person that has said he was ejected from the car has not seen the autopsy photo. Because yeah, if you see the autopsy photo, that boy has nothing wrong with him. Not a thing. There's not one mark on him. So, ejected from the car is not a viable... No, uh, I, I, it, it's, I agree. It, it didn't happen. If he, if he got out of that car on his own volition. Yeah. Alright, so that's basically... I think we touched on just about all the prevailing theories out there. So now we get to the lovely, lovely section of our theories. Oh, good Lord. <laughs> I know. Because we are way more qualified than all these other idiots. I am going to side on the what the fuck side. Really? Yeah. I couldn't see I'm that gonna, I'm going to go ahead and say that. Oh, I side into the mic again. <laughs> We are now opening beers under the table so that your precious ears do not deafen. We are making we are making a concerted effort, but I think the sides are valid. We have to. This is a, everything we talk about is frustrating. Yeah, this is a frustrating. It's frustrating case. because we don't have answers. No, I, so you want to start it or you want me to? Go ahead. I'll let you go. Ahead. All right. So there's I. During the research, I've come to the realization there's two possible outcomes. I don't buy into either one of these, though. Uh, I mean, you tell me. I'll poke a big old hole in it. I know you would. All right. So the first one is Ruby was found in worse condition than Arnold, even though they probably both died around the same time, due to the fact that Ruby deliberately closes the door behind her, and then something has happened where... When she gets out, she sees Arnold, and so they fight over the fact that his dumb ass had too much to drink, mm. and he's caused this accident, and he gets pissed off and punches her, and then he drowns her in solid ice. Again, I don't think and that's I, true. I saw something that said that that would account for the different stages of, of decomposition. decomposition. Yes. They said that um, if a person is badly beaten... Decomposition takes a uh, takes a hold a little faster. Uh, I would assume because of the open wounds, all the bacteria and insects and all that that help you decompose would be able to get to you quicker. Yes. I mean, but this is 
26 degrees December, South Dakota, so I don't think there's going to be a whole lot of insects. No, there's not a whole lot flying. No. There's not a whole lot of people walking around. But, I mean, it's possible, and but if that's true, how do we account for what, did he just, what, feel guilty and drown himself in solid ice? But he didn't drown himself. He died of exposure. Did he just hop in the water and just sit there and die of hypothermia? Well, then, yeah, he definitely didn't drown her either. You're right, because they did die of exposure. So he's just going to feel guilty and sit there until he freezes to death. All right. The other prevailing thing is this: these poor people have the worst look. And at the moment she gets out of the car, he's coming around one side of the car. She gets out of the car. Somebody pulls up. Hey, so you've been in an accident. I'll take you to help. And so they think they're going to the police station, which is we've decided a half a mile roughly down the road. Mm-hmm. Well, they keep going. Mm-hmm. And they have both somehow wound up in the vehicle of someone with ulterior motives. Mm-hmm. The only way you control two people, if you're a single person, is with a weapon. Mm-hmm. But again, if you're talking about someone, or not someone, if you talk about foul play being the basis of their death, how do you purposely kill someone from exposure without there being I say defensive wounds on their hands where they're trying to get out of a situation. If they're in the barn. Maybe they were drugged. Yeah, I didn't think about that. Maybe some crazy guy on a random December night just so happens to stumble upon upon two people and decide, I'm going to take them, drug them, lock them in a freezer, wait several months, just take them back. Well, and I will I mean, say that is, that is people have said that, that is next level crazy. People have said that the the whole within seventy five feet of the original accident is crazy, but you know, out in the Midwest, there's a lot of unsolved mysteries where bodies are found in ditches in these desolate areas near lakes, near streams, near things like that. One theory I saw stated that there was some nefarious motives and that some guy was basically sitting just away from the stop sign with his lights off and guns his vehicle at the time Mm. Arnold takes off causing him to swerve and then flip his vehicle. Well that right there makes a little more sense than just the random person. To me that makes a little more sense than just the random person coming up coming up upon him. Now, if there's somebody that crazy, that next level crazy, it makes sense that they'd just be sitting there waiting for anybody on this 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 road. I mean, that if you're going with that theory, that theory makes more sense than just, hey, I'm a crazy some bitch and I just stumbled upon two people. I'm gonna kill. Them. True. I'm gonna lock them in the freezer. Or better yet, I'm gonna lock them in a barn that has no insulation. That's what I get. I if you're going to kill someone from exposure, but again though, there's nothing. I don't know. I just don't get it. Well, well if, the easiest thing is that, if you, uh, Arlo. If, they just walked out on that that lake and they just froze there. That's how it ended. Well, let's look at this. Like that, that would explain if that crazy person was there, ran him off the road, blah 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 blah. That might explain why Tracy lived. Is because he didn't know she was in there. True. Because she was knocked out. But well, yeah. Never mind. She did start screaming once Ruby got out of the car. That's true. But maybe he just didn't have time. Hey, look, we're not related, and if we get into a car accident, 
and we're upside down and somehow you get out, you can bet your sweet ass I'm going to be yelling at the top of my lungs. Yeah, that's true. So, well, maybe maybe he just didn't have time. Maybe he just said, I'll take these two. True. I mean, what are you going to do with three? But he didn't do anything with them. That's my thing. Are you the greatest serial killer alive that you can mask your killings with death by exposure? What was the... I call horse shit on all of that. I think this is just a fucked up chubacabra murder. <laughs> well, I did... Uh... I did listen to another podcast about this case. Would that be the Thinking Sideways podcast? Yes, I did listen to that one. And I do enjoy that podcast, but the the, the young lady on that podcast screamed aliens about 50 times. She did. Which I found a, a little annoying, but... Just a tad. So... I no, did, we I didn't. Did, she didn't pierce our eardrums. I did not give her one star. I think I've given them five stars. But, um... But for it to be aliens and they're being abducted or whatever, that still doesn't explain the exposure. Well, the aliens accidentally let them out into the depths of space, and yeah, I mean, not keep, only did they not implode, yeah, let's keep it grounded. And I'm out of ideas, to be honest with you. Well, again, we told our wonderful listeners, at which we appreciate every single one of them, all 15 of you. Even our one-star lady, we do appreciate the fact that she took the time to tune in, and she did share some feedback. <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, um, well, we're out of ideas, and it's very frustrating. But like we told our loyal listeners, all 15 of you, at the in the first episode, we're not here to answer questions. We're here to po- pose more. We're here to pose more, and ex- it just give these cases exposure that people may have you know if you've never heard of a case and you find out about it maybe somehow you do your own research and you solve it that's how web sleuths began yeah well web sleuths began and they've solved many many unsolved cases but i don't think you're ever gonna solve this one it was not aliens it wasn't the chubacabra as much as i want it to be it wasn't foul play. The only thing that I would say that could have happened is somehow, some way, they missed them. But that's not possible. I don't think it's possible it's just for the possible that sheer they fact that them. the damn ice is so thick it can support a car. Yeah, it can support a car, but Arnold's going to fall through. There's not an answer to this. There's, this is a true unsolved mystery, and it's probably why it was on the show. Probably so. If if you would like, please look at our Instagram and our uh, Twitter, at Mysterious Brews. We will post a link to that uh, uh, unsolved mystery episode, and you can watch their segment. It's very interesting, and it's just it's just crazy. I think this is actually one, if you bought the Unsolved Mysteries DVD box set, I think that was a thing, but I had read somewhere that this was actually on a DVD of all of the Unsolved Mysteries Unsolved Murders mm. DVD. Mm. So this is one of those. So they well. called it a murder. Yeah, they did. But how, I want an, I want a detailed explanation. I just want some pictures, some evidence. I want those. a detailed explanation of how you murder someone with exposure. Yeah. Because you're right, unless they are highly drugged, if they are conscious and you put them in a freezer, there's going to be evidence of them trying to escape. Yeah. 
I mean, if if you just put them into a my hands a will pen, be yeah. my hands will be broken. I would not have basically my first knuckle would be gone. Yeah, I mean, trying I'm gonna to claw try out. to claw my way yeah. out of a metal freezer. Yeah, or even if you lock them in a barn or some other. I don't know. I just don't get it. Mm-hmm. But anyway, it, it is a weird one. It is. Well, that's my theory is somehow, some way. They roofied them. They missed them. The police missed them. Well, here's my But we both thing. know that's not possible. No. So my theory is. I think the key to this whole thing and solving this whole thing would have been a toxicology report. I think so, too. Because then you would have known if you found some kind of crazy drug in their system that shouldn't have been there, then you know it's foul play. Mm-hmm. And then you could chase that angle down. But since that wasn't done, you know, we're just left with more and more questions. Yeah. All right, so Mini Me has done the great job of keeping up with the WTF tick marks, and <laughs> we have set a new record. We Our previous record we was the uh, Gary Sudbrink case, and he... Come in at 22. This one will be hard to beat. I yeah, think. I think so. I don't think. I think this record will stand for a while. This one comes in at 40. 40. 40 WTFs. Yeah. I mean, that's a lot of WTF. That's a lot. That's a lot of time to say the word "fuck" on a podcast. That is. I mean. But we don't make any excuses here. We are what we are. Take us for. We come up with the fucker <laughs> scale, so by God, we're going to use it. Yeah. Take us for who we are. And if you're keeping track. That's like 43 because we said WTF like three more times. Well, that doesn't count when you're talking about the WTF well, scale. It's I true, mean, come true, on. We true, can't true. just. All right. Uh-huh. Uh, again, by the time you listen to this episode, the the fourth episode will already be out. And, and we apologize. already know that your eardrums. Yeah. We're probably, we're still going to put it out because we worked hard on it. And it's. Um, it's a lot of information. It's a lot of information, but we will, we are going to post warnings on it. Yes, but everywhere. Yeah. And we apologize. We have no idea what happened. We have checked the board. We have checked every connection. We d- I don't know. We we didn't change anything today. No, we didn't. And it sounds much better. So, um again, you know. if you have any recommendations for equipment, um if you would like to donate equipment, <laughs> contact us in the direct message feature on either Twitter or Instagram. Mini Me is just handing me a note that says, if Mini Me has made his tallies wrong, please call him out on Instagram or Twitter at Mysterious Bruce. <laughs> um, well, Arlo, do you have any recommendations for us? All right, so my recommendation is actually a Facebook page, and I do not usually recommend Facebook because I'm pissed at them. <laughs> but anyway. Um, it is the page Never Forget Me. It is a post from August the 2nd, 2015. It outlines the entire case, shows pictures of both of the victims. And there are several comments on there for you to look through. There's some even more hyperlinks for you to research this page or actually research this case on your own. So with that... Coach, what do you have as recommendations? Well, you know, I'm a huge fan of the YouTube. No, but I'm actually going to go way off the rails with my recommendation. It's not a YouTube page. It's not a Facebook page. It's none of that. I am actually going to recommend the great sport of jiu-jitsu. I happen to be a purple belt in jiu-jitsu under the great world champion Roberto Travin. 
and I actually just got back from a competition <clears throat> yesterday where I got my ever-loving ass whooped. But <laughs> I just love the sport of jiu-jitsu. I got my, I started it, I don't know, uh, three years, uh, about three and a half years ago. And I actually started spending so much time at the gym, I actually got my wife involved so she wouldn't be divorce mad at, she wouldn't divorce me for being at the gym all the time. I just brought her to the damn gym. But if anyone out there is looking to find a community where uh, you not only get a good workout and a good sweat going and a good exercise and you get healthier, but you actually get to simulate murder with your friends, <laughs> I couldn't possibly recommend it more. It is it changed my life in many positive ways, and I couldn't I couldn't say any more good things about it. But that is de that's my recommendation. Somebody told me, said, man, who cares about YouTube? Say something, recommend something else. So I kind of went off the rails, and next week I will be right back to my YouTube and ways. Because he has 326 channels. I got follows. 326 channels to recommend, and I'm going to recommend every damn one <laughs> every of them. Every damn one of them. <laughs> <laughs> All right, like I said in the opening, we are sitting at 67 subscribers. When we reach our hundred, if there is a way for us to figure out who you are, now, is that just on we will hardcore? give you a no. This is oh, all we have 67 subscribers throughout. Yes, that's still not bad. No, it's not for four episodes. Um, if there is a way for us to figure out who you are, the hundredth, we will give you a shout out because we are poor teachers and we can't give you yeah, anything we can't else. Give you we can give you some beer recommendations. Yeah, we can give you beer recommendations, but that's about it. Yeah. Yeah, school's back in session, man. We are busy, busy men right now. Yes, we are. Unfortunately, we are, and uh, that's all I have for today. Coach, you got anything else? Uh, deuces. Deuces! <laughs> <laughs>